we're, we're rolling here on uh, episode one, I guess. Yeah, I would say episode one. It's currently 78 degrees here. It's it's December 30th, mm-hmm. 2022. It's 79 degrees. Now 80. 80. We're climbing. It, it's 7.50 p.m. or something like that. Yeah. And it, we're in the northwoods of Wisconsin. It's 80 degrees. Why is it 80 degrees, <laughs> you might you ask? Might ask. Yeah. It's because we're in northern Wisconsin, December 30th, but we're in a sauna. <laughs> An infrared sauna in the Fry Family Trust's basement in northern Wisconsin. I'm Ruben Fry. Yeah, nice little cabin here. Good lot of history. And this is Ryan Wersba. Yep, Ryan Wersba here. Um, Yeah, a lot of history here. The Fry Family. Grandfather lived up here, right? Yeah, moved up here in the late 70s, early 80s. I can't quite remember. Yeah. I was pretty not alive at that point. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty young. Huh? But, uh, yeah, so we're in a sauna. If it's too comfortably, if you were small, you could maybe fit three in here. Three, maybe. Infrared, we're up to 83 degrees now. 56 minutes left on the timer. We might use that to, to cut our That's all right. podcast we're, off. We're going to try to go up, yeah. We're going to try to go up to 105 degrees here. Yeah. We both lived out west in the desert where it used to be that temperature, so see well, if we can handle gets, it now. <laughs> it still gets to that temperature in Missoula, Montana for yeah, me. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ruben Ruben right now is currently in Missoula, Montana. I moved back and I'm living in the Rushford, uh, Minnesota. Good little place. From Utah. But, yeah, yeah, from I'm we're both I'm from Wisconsin, he's from Illinois and um now currently live in Minnesota and Montana. Yeah. We uh we actually met in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, where we went to undergrad and we both competed in D three running, uh, for NCAA. And Ryan thought he was a multi guy at first and indoor and that's when I met him after my first cross country season and uh, I was like, Why are you got all those scars on your legs? And he's like, because I'm trying to jump over shit. And uh, <laughs> figured out he was a lot better at middle distance. But I remember that when we met. And I forget even how we started talking about hunting. But I, th- I think we met, you know, through, um, it was goose hunting. Because I don't know if I was so... Was it? I don't know if I was so open of, like, people whitetail hunting on, like, our property. And I know we had goose... Was it Dax? And it was a friend of ours, Nick Dax, um, would come out and goose hunting with me because he's like, I don't know, some reason I brought him out to, to where I li- where I was from. Um, How did you know him before? Because we started in 2011 fall. Yeah, I you think didn't run cross I, country. No, I think I must have met him, you know, Somehow. during track earlier, maybe before I met you or yeah, something. The goose season's over by the time indoor starts. Yeah, you're right. I don't know. Maybe we talked about it. I don't know. I honestly just remember, like we do now, shooting the shit the first time we met. I feel like when it was like, oh, yeah, you like whitetail bucks. Oh, yeah, I like whitetail bucks. Let's talk about whitetail bucks. <laughs> well, yeah, the first the first uh, thing I remember is goose hunting with you. Well, maybe Dax before, because that was my first ever goose was yeah. September was maybe you know what it was training pre-training you were in cross country oh 
we were in track multi-athlete i was training with the 400 800 guys and he ended up being one of them and okay i'm like let's go goose hunting it was september and i shot my first ever goose in september i never knew we had all sorts of wildlife well whitetails i predominantly hunted yeah we're not going to tell you exactly where ryan is from it might, come, <laughs> it might come out later but where he's from is where all the wildlife in wisconsin travels through even the extinct irish elk I mean, there's brothers. There's photos there's of yeti, elk. There's, there's photos of. I, I remember when I was younger, moose. My grandmother, yeah. my grandma, and grandpa's backyard. And Sam Squatch. And yeah. potential Sam Squatch. But um, yeah, and that's how we kind of met. I feel like goose hunting um, and stuff like that. And then it came over. I let them whitetail hunt some of our family property and. Then we just started well, shooting we, stuff. We and, killed the shit out of some yeah. porcupines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel bad now. I mean, yeah, I, that's something I, I wouldn't do again. But yeah, David Tyler was with us too. That yeah, time. yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, doves. Yeah, doves. Yeah, that's, was, that's the year I killed. Well, my, I shot a good. I had a good shot. On, that might have been the best shot I've ever had on a bird. Yeah, because I not because it was a great shot, but because mm-hmm. I just suck at bird hunting. Yeah, but yeah, I remember that one was coming over our back in the field and. Yeah, that was fun. on it and dropped it. That yeah. was fun. That was a good year. We shot a, we shot a, a, a coot, too, in your little pond that day. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff there. But I guess the reason why we're here is so, like we said, he's in Montana and I'm in Minnesota. And this year we decided um, that I wanted to load up and see what this Montana stuff is about and buy an over-the-counter bear permit. So I did. And... Uh, met you out there you did a lot of kind of pre-scouting or actually you know kind of keep tabs or you've done it before you've bear hunted before yeah and the bear hunting is still very new to me i Mm -hmm. i moved to montana in 2020 and um i never thought in my life i'd really feel like going bear hunting but they have over-the-counter tags there and i had my residency by the time hunting season rolled around and after living there just over the summer, I realized really quickly that there are bears everywhere. <laughs> and so I was like, well, if I'm going to be, you know, archery, stand hunting, elk hunting, all this, I might as well buy a bear permit. And then I'll see if the time comes, if I want to actually try to pull the trigger on one. And so I was hunting uh, mule deer and I, I walked right up on this really, really fat, uh, chocolate phase black bear in this mountain that's a godforsaken mountain that's one of the toughest places i hunt um and uh i I had my bow and i got within 50 yards of it but i wasn't really sold on shooting it and uh so it it spooked out after i was at 50 climbed a tree and that's how i knew for sure it wasn't a grizzly even though i was like very confident it wasn't a grizzly you still like kind (laughs) of when you don't see i haven't i hadn't seen a lot of bears at that point and this one was definitely colored like a grizzly, but like yeah. definitely black bear characteristics. Mm-hmm. But not having seen a lot of them, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's a black bear, but I don't, I don't know. But once I climb a tree, you know it's a black bear because black bears' claws are uh, shorter and more curved and more connected to the tendons in their hands and arms, so they can actually climb trees. Grizzly bears cannot climb trees, and it's not because they're not strong. Their claw structure is actually different their claws are longer and straight out and less connected to their their arm musculature because they dig for ground squirrels and rodents is a big part of their diet yeah. and then they actually you know naturally live in more open like sage landscape mm-hmm. so 
anyways, this bear climbed a tree, knew it was black bear, went home, and because uh, it, it was archery season for elk and deer, but that's a general season for bear, so you can use a rifle. So I didn't want to really shoot with the bow, so I went home, called some friends, asked them what they thought about it, uh, got my gun, got my blaze orange, went back. Sure enough, next morning, it was exactly where it was the night before. Stuck up on it, killed it. It, it actually took three shots. I, I, I shot it in a good spot the first time, shot it again, and then I watched it for like eight minutes. And what were you using for a gun back then? 30 out 6? 30 out 6 with core locked 165 grain. I shot that thing at 60 yeah, yards. Those things are tough, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and core locks, since then I've, I've learned two things. One, you got to hit center, pretty much center of center on a bear. Uh, I, yeah, never... vital structure on a bear is you got to you gotta look it up before you even hunt it, you know. That's, that's... I never killed a bear or hunted bear, so I shot it right behind the shoulder, which... Still, it was gonna die. I mean, like, mm-hmm. but it was it was like a front of lungs hemorrhaging kind of deal. And dude, those things are so fatty. Like, there were there's no external bleeding. Like yeah, this thing had three fat. inches of body fat yeah. on it. So fall, and core yeah. locks also. I don't know what other people's experience with those are, but those things, those bulls just explode in an animal. They don't hold their form, so a lot of that energy is lost in the splintering of the bullet. The shrapnel. Yeah. So. Literally, I shot this thing, rolled it, it got up and started walking away again. I shot it again. Both shots were at about 60 yards. Then it got, it rolled down. It was there for like eight minutes or so. And I'm like, dude, screw this. I'm going to go. I don't care if I put in our hole in the hide. I'm going to like, you know, yeah, finish this thing off. Know. So I, I walked up behind it at 20 yards and shot it in the neck and killed it. And that was honestly one of the worst. It still is the worst I've ever felt about killing an animal. I was, I was pretty much crying. And, um, and I was never going to bear hunt again un- until I started eating the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and the bear fat. And the I bear mean, fat. You did a yeah, great yeah. job about rendering that stuff down because yeah. that was the first time. What's crazy, too, is um, there's a pretty iconic podcast that Ben O'Brien and Clay Newcomb did on uh, The Hunting Collective when they were out in the Missouri breaks hunting elk, and they did a podcast when they were in the field yeah. hunting elk. yeah. And it, it was the first time I ever heard Clay Newcomb talk. I never knew the guy before mm-hmm. about him. And uh, the whole time they were talking about Bear Grease. Cause he has the Bear Grease podcast now. But And so I, I looked through for bear hunting podcasts when I was driving that morning to go try to kill this bear. Because I didn't know anything I was doing. I literally watched YouTube the night before to, like, where do you shoot a bear? How do you skin it correctly? All that kind of stuff. Yeah. So... I was driving out the morning, and it's Ben O'Brien and Clay Newcomb talking about, well, Clay Newcomb specifically talking about bears and bear grease and all the cool things you can do with bear grease. So I'm like, okay, now I'm feeling a little bit better about trying to go kill this thing because it's like, yeah. I don't know what the meat tastes like. I know people eat them, but then the bear grease sounds pretty cool to like work with. And then I'm like, oh, it's got a beautiful hide. It's like a chocolate color bear. It's not, you know, a pure black bear, which now, now I'm trying to find a black <laughs> one. But, um,. So I, I killed it, packed it out, and I started eating it, and then, my God, I don't understand how people don't think black bear, especially fall black bear, no, tastes just amazing. I mean, it is literally like fatty beef-flavored pork. It's like even, how, a, even a spring bear, I mean. Well, so that's the thing is I shot that bear. Last fall, I shot a different bear again, which that one I shot in the neck, spot and sock 20 both, yards. And both that thing, fall, right? Both fall, yeah. That one I shot spot and stalk at 20 yards um, and killed it instantly in its bed. 
and I felt way better about killing that one. And once again, tasted amazing. Got a, a gallon and a half of rendered fat off of that bear. Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking to people, and they're like, oh, yeah, but spring bears, they don't taste as good. So I'm like, hey, Ryan, come, let's go spring bear hunting. And uh, you, you yeah, come you out. Yeah, you talked me in because I'm like, ah, I really don't have a western hunt this year. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to draw any tags. I don't know. I really never planned what ahead. What are you doing in May? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Let's. And so I was like, well, let's let's do the spring bear thing. One, because Ryan's never hunted bear. Two, because I hadn't hunted with Ryan in a while. And I want, he'd never been yeah, to Missoula yet. And I lived sure. there for two years. So I'm like, you got to come and check this stuff out. Mm-hmm. And then at three, I was pretty curious, too, about how a spring bear would taste. I, I, I'm like, yeah. everybody's talked about spring bear being, like, not great. And I will say, if you get a bear, I, I not from experience, but I could imagine if you get a bear that's been feeding on carrion for, like, a week yeah. and rotting carcass or something, yeah, I could imagine that bear not tasting great, but... I've killed two bears. Ryan's killed one I, bear. I feel Ryan's like eaten other bear. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah. had bad bear. Yeah, I mean, I've eaten bear from Utah, from Wisconsin, from Montana now. And I could see, like, one of my um, friends of mine, uh, they have uh, lived in Alaska and stuff. So, I mean, I could see eating rotten fish carcasses and stuff like yeah. that. They would say black bear, you know, that's not a prized possession of theirs. I could see that part, but most, you know, inland bears here in the United States are are great. You know, they're yeah. beef. They're technically yeah. a beef, you know. You are what you eat, kind yeah. of. Yeah, well, I mean, like, yours tasted like grass-fed beef. Yeah, okay, Lean, we're getting, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe I didn't get one, but... Oh, we're well, going I back. just told you that oh, you shit. came out. And Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Well, we, so. Yeah, you came out to hunt. And, uh, yeah, meet up. I haven't hunted with Ruben. Well, we really haven't gotten together on a hunt or anything since, like, Utah. Or, or Wyoming shed. Pronghorn. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. In 2020. Two, 2020. Yeah. yeah. Okay, 2020. Got together and hunted Pronghorn in Wyoming. And then, so we're fast forward to... 2022 spring you know it was a whole year without hunting together or really even getting together we did some fishing when you were back home and stuff yeah. but i'm like we really need to do something hunting out west or period and that's and when you since, said that yeah since uh since you came up to vernal utah in 2017 we've not we haven't yeah. done a backcountry trip period Right? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, the Wyoming one was truck camping. Yeah. But we yeah, never our, packed in anywhere. Yeah, and our shed hunts were truck camping. Yeah. I mean, we never, yeah, even we would fish brook trout in uh, in Utah or like trout yeah. in U- Utah, and that was all truck camping. Shoot, shoot turkeys. Shoot turkeys, yeah. all that stuff. But well, yeah, that wasn't, we, that wasn't even truck camping. We drove all the way to Cedar yep, City and stopped yep. at your place and drove back out. Yeah, that's but, a whole different story. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've never done, period. I've really never done a wilderness hunt since that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if I can, yeah, say that. But, yeah, I can. Now, I've I've hunted, I've packed in and hunted quite a few times, and in Montana, too. I've never killed anything when I've been packed in. Well, okay, I think, like, backcountry hunts, sometimes, like, solo backcountry hunts, if someone gets one, and packs it out and all that stuff which you have to yeah 
I like that is super impressive because I yeah. feel like, you know, like having a good hunting relationship, I don't know, you know, everybody is different, but I feel like it's hard to find a good hunting partner that pushes you in the same way slash doesn't hold you back in that same way. So you can hunt freely and then that individual just helps you out. So, I mean, like my point is that like hunting with a partner in the backcountry or two, three people is you might only have one tag, but it's super influential of yeah. like potentially being successful because if yeah. you're by yourself, you really got to know what you're doing. I think, I think the, the biggest thing for me, for people that are getting into this. I yeah, mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So if you've never backcountry hunted before, mm-hmm. I've done a lot of solo backcountry hunting yeah, I and agree. I, yeah. I've never killed one. I've never yeah. killed one solo backcountry, but the biggest thing about you, Ryan, coming out was uh, there will be, it, sometimes even after day one, you lose your drive. You are just by yourself. Your mentality, ta- like, it's hard. I've gotten better at it because I do it a lot. Yep. But, like, there will be points where you're just like, you know, fuck this. I don't want to be back here. I'd rather be back home drinking beer, sleeping, and like come out and do day trips. Comfort. Factor. I, I don't yeah. want to, or 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 not even comfort factory. Just be like, dude, I have no clue. I'm in this new spot. Like, I feel like I'm never gonna get on these animals. Like, mm-hmm. this is just a lost cause. And the biggest thing, the biggest thing I feel like a partner does. Well, one of the biggest things among others, would be keeping your your attitude up. Because even if Ryan, which he does, but even if he's not telling me, like, positive, like, let's keep going and stuff, I just have that thing. If there's another person there, it's almost kind of like a pride thing. Like, I don't want to be the pussy. I don't want to, like, slow up. (laughs) You know, we're going to keep pushing here. Drive together. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't want to be the weakest link. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... But he, but he is also uh, a good, uh, you know, optimism and, and like experience helps for sure. And uh, um, I think the dynamic you really push for is being able to bounce ideas off of each other because you both have different experiences, mm-hmm. but also not being like too. You gotta have two an open peas in mind. The pod. It's, you, you gotta, gotta have, have an open little, mind. Yeah, you gotta be a little different too. Yeah. I, I remember you were wanting to set up camp right on top of the camp hill. Like, right when we got up top, and it was, like, kind of, like, not the it, best place. It was uneven and stuff. Okay. You could have scratched one out for sure, but I was, like... To go... Yeah, I agree. To go into this, I I lived in... I was living at the time, yeah, like I said, in Minnesota. Yeah. Not to say Midwesterners aren't tough. <laughs> I mean, I was not probably in very good shape. I was... At the time, I was working two jobs, 70, 80 hours a week. I couldn't... I couldn't run or get in shape and stuff like that, so I was not coming into the trip probably totally prepared. Okay, here's but a lot of times you don't. And well, here's in another thing: you probably agree with me on this. Here's another thing for all of you Midwesterners, because we're both born and raised Midwesterners. Yeah, I don't care what you do in the gym, on the track, in the woods. Nobody coming from the Midwest is ready to scratch out a five-day mountain hunt in western Montana. It's yeah. something you have to literally live there to be in good. Like, you can do it. You can, like, do the yeah, hunt you can and do be it. successful. You, but you're gonna it's going to hurt. You're going to hurt. It's, it's going to hurt. hurt. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think that half of the shit that I do now was even possible. Yeah. And now I do it like, oh, yeah, we'll go up there and find yeah. that mule deer or whatever. Yeah. Like, the other day, I think I climbed a 1,000 foot, or no, 2,000 feet in one mile. 
to so, go up to find mule deer. So I think it's a different mindset too. You live out there. It's you, a lot of it's mental. It's it's mental. Yeah, a lot of it's mental. It's you're exposed to it. You've done it, so it's like you know that's achievable. Yeah. But it's going to take you time to get up to that animal or whatever. Yeah. And do you have the daylight? It's 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 exposure, and I mean, yeah. No one's going to know this until they've done it, but. And like that's what I'm saying is all you Midwesterners like. Just be forewarned. You, you can work your ass off, and I I have done that. And you should. You should. You, you should. should still do everything you can to physically prepare, mentally prepare for a hunt. I'm just saying that no matter what you do in the Midwest, yeah. there is no substitute for walking around in the mountains. Yeah. Like it's just it's yep. just tough. I agree. <laughs> so, but, anyways, but, yeah. Going back, let's start from before you even got out there. I was out scouting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it ended up that I I was just crossing places off to not go. I wasn't finding bears. Wow, which is important. <laughs> it it, it <laughs> yeah, is I mean, important because I started out with half a dozen spots where I was like, these look like good spots yeah. to go spring bear hunting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then I looked on Onyx, and uh, not that this is a pitch for Onyx because I'm not trying to sell You're Onyx, but I'm looking at service, maps, yeah. and uh, there's a big drainage that's south-facing that's got difference in elevation from like four to six seven thousand all the things that scream bear a big big a big main drainage with multiple finger drainages where all the the drainages are pretty much northeast facing and then the other sides are south facing so you got different aspects water Mm -hmm. timber on one side open faces on the other because they really hone into that grass and stuff in the spring yeah and so um so i was like you know what uh, I'm going to run up there two days before you get there and just hike that trail as far as I can in in the morning and see what's going on. Hiked it in, looked good from the trail, found a little bit of bear sign. Well, we, should, we were just going to go here, and it was about a six-mile hike. It was five miles to the end of the trail, five and a half. So you really never found... You had a good feeling, a gut yep, feeling yep, about that it. Was, I never found something where I was like... But, we, yeah. but you never found like that sign that it was like, this no, is it. I found like... Two bear turns yep. that were like not that fresh, yeah. but yeah. Ha- but habitat's good. Yep, like you just had that gut and, feeling. Back country, it's far away from everybody. And at that time of the spring, the the riparian lower mm-hmm. vegetation was just starting to pop. The yep. leaves yep. were just starting to pop. Timing, yep. exactly. Yeah, I feel like all hunting, it's like that timing. What are yeah. they eating? Especially with the bear. I mean, it's they're kind of like elk a little bit. They come out. All that's kind of available for them is the green grass and all that stuff that's yeah. coming up. And that's whatever's the most Forbes, nutritious yeah. forb coming out. Like, that's where you got to be. But, I mean... And we'll get to it later We were in, in a good story, spot, yeah. You, but that was very key and mm-hmm. where we found some. But, um, yeah, so he got out there uh, and we... Did, we you just spent the night, the first night. Yeah, first night it got in, so decided to just drive out you know carrying a rifle all backpack gear and all that stuff just found it would be worth it montana wasn't too far from where i live in minnesota so drove out there we spent the night no we went out there that day i i left super early no i did no i traveled half of the way and then left super early you gotta rephrase that because montana is definitely far from where you live in minnesota yeah it's like 20 hours yeah, that's not too far. <laughs> no, I'm third kidding. of the country. <laughs> no, yeah, so you stop. Do you stop that, in Rapid City or where do you stop? In Wyoming, somewhere. Oh, Billings. You stayed in Billings. Oh, that's right. I stayed in Sketchy Billings, Montana. Sketchy Motel in Billings. 
Yeah. Not, not saying Billings is sketchy, but it's it's def- definitely an in industrial town. <laughs> um, yeah, so I drove all the way to Billings that night, and then I left early in the morning and tried to get to uh, Missoula, Montana at midday so we yep. can get out there and get camp set up, you know? I forgot you did that. I would have been real tired. I'm a wimp when it comes to sleep. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I made it there midday, and I already had my pack ready to go, and... He did too, so we started hiking out there. We got to our um, uh, spot where we thought that was a good place to go, and um, started hiking. And yeah, we had we had actually yeah. Getting we, back, this is circling back to our conversation about hunting partners and taking advice. So everything we just talked about, we get there's a hill. Right at where we're gonna camp on, you can go. No, off. we gotta go before the hike. Before, we gotta go oh, oh, yeah, like yeah, the hike yeah, yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah so, so, so that's where I was going. Okay. Don't Sorry, be already bad mouthing me. Getting ahead of, <laughs> ahead of you. But yeah, so um already on the hike in, we parked it, on the way in, you know, there's whitetails and creek bottoms and stuff like that and turkeys. Montana, turkeys, all that stuff. So we hike in um a little ways, see a bunch of whitetails. And then, um, yeah, like not a mile and a half in. I don't think it was that. I think it was a half mile in, maybe a mile. Maybe I would say a mile. A okay, mile, mile in. Mile. Yeah, we dropped down this little bottom, um, and all of a sudden, I don't, I didn't grab grab you. I don't think I'm like bear, no. bear, yeah, bear, yeah, yeah, yeah. like bear. There's a bear right there. It was so there was this bear sitting, probably 175, 150 pound bear, not the biggest. I only got a view of its yeah. ass. When so there, there away. was a bear sitting on the bank, and I'm like, bear. So we kind of watched it for a little bit because, <sighs> you know, you have to shoot a boar or a lone sow without cubs. And um, so we kind of watched it for a sec, but, again, we're in a bottom. The wind is not paralleling any of the topography up there, so it's uh, swirling. I don't, I don't think it winded us, though. The turkey. Yeah, you're turkey. right. You're right. You're right. It probably didn't wind us. So I don't think we were watching it for more so, than a few seconds. So I think that turkey kind of saw us, flushed. He's like, "What's going on?" And yeah. we were still trying yeah, to get Ryan in position. Yeah, Ryan was like and bear, that. and then I see a turkey fly up. I'm like, "Are you sure about what you're looking at? That's a turkey." <laughs> and and then he's he's like, "Get down, get down." So I'm like, "Okay, God." I like turn to get down, and I think five, not even ten seconds after you said it, yeah, I we saw were... it running away yeah. through the brush. Yeah, chocolate bear. Yeah. Yeah. Big. No, I'm kidding. It wasn't big. But so we we proceeded. We uh, like, yeah, we screwed the pooch on that one. So across the river, we proceeded, you know, watching all sorts of stuff on the way up. And then all of a sudden we hear something in the willows, like in that river bottom. So this hiking trail follows, you know, bottoms. It goes up and over a few times. Um, And so we're following these bottoms and we're hearing something. And is that like it's close you know like there's yeah. something there so we literally racked around like i you could hear you know you hear something in a direction so you know exactly kind of where it is we, but we couldn't locate it like visually so we kind of moseyed back because you know we're still in grizzly country you never knew what's going to come out you know you might be in a not certain predicament um so we kind of looped around and i racked around i put around in the chamber and um 
And we're like, what is that? I could hear that. And then finally I brought my binoculars up and I'm like, I can see the thing moving, whatever it was. I'm blinded. Don't judge us with this. But like, I was, and I'm like, what is that? And then I'm like, then I looked and I'm like, that's a moose's head, my binos right now. <laughs> I'm like, how do we not see a moose? But yeah. she was buried in those the willows. Alder. Or alders, yeah, yeah. yeah. And just. And willows, yeah. And stuff in her face full of sprout or uh, yeah. little buds and all that stuff. So we watched this moose for a little bit and. We had so much action, I feel like, on that first two, two and a half yeah. miles. Uh-huh. And we were going slow, and then we looked at the clock, and it's like, okay, we got to get to camp here yeah. before it gets dark. So, we're so five plus. So we just cut yeah. ground and just ate ground. And um, yeah, that's when we ran into where we were going to set up. And well, and Ruben so we start, there. yeah, we were going to set up on this point, a finger ridge. It came down, and you could see like. You can see the hillsides almost within shoot. Well, one definitely within shooting range. Yeah. And the other one almost within shooting range from our <laughs> ridge. And then you can see across the main draw up onto the other side of the mountain on the north face, which is mostly timbered, but there was a few openings. But we got to hike up about 400 feet in like a quarter mile probably uh, to the top of this yeah. camp hill. And uh, we're hiking up it, and Ryan's like, is that a bear? Yeah. And I'm like, Really? And I look up, and across the main draw, probably as the crow flies a thousand yards, more than that. Maybe no, it was three, more. It was three quarters of a mile. You do on your mapping service. It was like a mile and a half. Oh, was it? it? Was a, yeah, it was. A, oh. It was over a mile. Well, anyways, he looks up. It, but the thing, it was a thousand feet elevation above where we were. Mm-hmm. And he looks up, and there's this one opening in the trees, yeah. and he's right on snow line. Yeah, like he's right on the snow line. Yeah. I look up there and plain as day, there's just a jet black big I, bear. Eyesight. Don't need to bring up the glass. Yeah, he literally looked up while we were hiking up this hill. He just looked up at the other side of the mountain. He's like, hey, there's a bear right there, like a mile and away. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's a bear. So yeah. I brought up the glass and I'm like, oh, that's a glass. Yeah, then I, I got my binos up and I'm, because, you know, Ryan hasn't seen a lot of bears and I had seen a decent amount because I live out there, mm-hmm. and I, I was I was into it because I was watching a lot of videos too. And I, I, you know, first of all, if you can pick them off at a mile away with your bare eyes, it's a big bear. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and I brought my binos up and I looked at them and I was like, yeah, that thing has pumpkin head, a long mm-hmm. body, you know. And you watch the film like that thing. I don't know if it was jumping on a log. He, he looked angry. Yeah, he was like he was jumping on a log, like yeah. trying to. I don't know what he was. He was just. He was move. It was like or she. I don't. I like, think it was a boar, man. I think that was like a I, six foot bear, maybe. You could. That was a big bear. You could definitely assume that it was a boar because it was by itself when the we saw it. The way its head looked. And and I mean, fast forward. I guess where we, he was. Too. We set up camp. Yeah, where he was, it yeah. was in a primo spot where a mature. A primo spot is in nobody's gonna get him. Yeah, he yeah. had he had thermals, the snow cover, like there's and he's a re- way the hell up the mountain. Like, yeah, he's there's way up there. There's a reason he's there. So yeah, so yeah. we saw him and we're like, first of all, there's no way we're getting on that thing tonight. Yeah. Oh no. And uh, and so we're like, we'll keep that one in mind. Let's go up and set up camp. So we got to the top of the hill. We're getting back to the part of the conversation I was talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's good to listen to each other, the hunting partners. Yeah. We get to the top and there's like a barely space to scratch out a tent. 
and Ryan's all about, you know, scratching out a spot to set up the oh, tent. Oh, totally. I would have had a good spot. Yeah, there was... I would have had a good spot. Yeah, but it wasn't... You wouldn't it, have. it also wasn't the best glassing spot. No. Like, you could no. see, but you couldn't see no. a lot yeah. of other stuff. No, it wasn't. I'm like, we should go a little further and find... I know there's a better spot than this to set up. Well, I feel like, like, drop pack... Lose some weight and then the go check that spine. You know. Well, that's what, that's we did. what I did. Yeah. You started to send your tent up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, did, I had a good Ryan spot. didn't like <laughs> Ryan didn't like the camp hill. Um, but uh, so I went about maybe I don't know what, two hundred more yards. Yeah. And and I found a spot and I came back. I'm like, hey, we should probably set up over here. So we did that and it was a great spot and we could see a lot from there. Set up camp. Um, grouse running all around in yeah, tents. Elk right there. Yep, elk were right across canyon. It yeah, was pretty cool. And we were like seeing animals everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, what did we see that first day? Whitetail, bear, turkey. Whitetail, moose, bear, turkey, elk, moose, elk, grouse, blue grouse. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Muleys. There was muleys. Did we see some mules that morning? Oh, we way up mules, on the ridge. I feel like on the way in or on. Oh yeah, no, they the were. I think they were across the other side of the ridge from the elk in the pondos on the edge oh, yeah, of they that were, cliff. They yeah. were on the other ridge. Yeah. 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 So, anyways, you set up camp, go to bed for the night, and the plan the next morning was to put a plan that big bore. Well, that we, we wanted to glass bear. for the first <clears throat> few hours. I think we want to take the morning to glass around where we were immediately. Mm-hmm. And then midday, if we didn't see anything, we're going to go up after that big one. Yeah. Um. So we got up the next morning. Well, first of all, we were here. Here's here's a dumb thing we did. Beginner mistake, yeah. Uh, we, we didn't filter any water when we were down in the creek bottom when we went up onto a spine ridge that was 400 feet up. There's no water up on a spine ridge like yeah. that. Yeah, water usually goes downhill. <laughs> and we were uphill. So, um, uh, yeah, so right away in the morning we had to go down and get water because we used all our water and um, did that. And came back up, and within five minutes, there was a sow and two cubs um, feeding it, feeding it, right where we came from. The, those bears had to have been within two, three hundred yards from where we were. Yeah, they were water. because there's that draw, and we were just off that draw, yeah. and they were right off of that. We went back up after we filtered water. We had a good talk about dental hygiene. Oh, and, that's uh, right. Yeah, and then I went to, <laughs> I, and then I actually went over the side of the ridge to take a shit. And yeah. when I was when I was coming back up from that, I, I was oh, like, that's right, you went like, down. I was like, yeah. Ryan, bear, you know. Yeah. yeah. And at the first time that I saw it, I only saw the sow. Yeah. So I ran up. I was like, bear, like we might. That's a good you know, one. We might be able. Yeah. It, it was a big one. That was a big one. That was it. That was a good. Yeah. Good girl. That was a big. Girl. And so we she were like, oh, okay, and within I don't know, within a minute after you got glass on it, all of a sudden the kids popped yeah. out. Yeah. But I was like. We watched, and it was really cool because it was a, a chocolate colored sow, mm -hmm. and it had two cubs. One was jet black, and one was blonde. Yeah, that's three color faces of a black, yeah. a, a black bear. Yeah, they were all right there. Yeah, so <laughs> same at, lineage. At this point, we had walked in three hours before dark. We saw a bear in the bottom. We saw a big bear up top. Mm -hmm. And then the next morning, within the first two hours, we saw yeah, a sow and two cubs. Yep. And I'm like, whoa, there's bears. Oh, yeah, yeah there's, there's no, a lot of bears. No shit, there's I, bears. I would, not, <laughs> I would not keep food in my tent in that area. Yeah, that's that's for certain. So but, we watched these bears for, what, 
for a little bit. We made some film on it, and then we couldn't see any more, so we decided to make a play on that that bear we saw headed up to camp in the morning or in the evening. Yeah, but before we get away from the the family, yeah, I did ask Ryan. I was like, if there weren't cubs around, would you think that's a boar or a sow? Because I think that would have been a boar if I didn't see those cubs. Yeah, that. That's a tough part. That was like a 300-pound sow. Yeah, that was big. Yeah, looking at the film now. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah that's that's a big Spring bear. bear. Yeah, that was a big bear. Um, and, yeah, it's tough. I mean, for me, not coming, seeing yeah. a lot of bears, because I feel like bear hunting is one of those you got to just be exposed to it. And you know, like, I know a lot of people, I don't know a lot of people that know this, but, like, people that hunt bears a lot, like, can be like, yep, boar. Like, just facial features, how she's lined up or he is lined up, and it's like, yep, boar, sow, and all that stuff. Yeah, but they're not. They're you, tough. You as, can never tell. So, mm-hmm. so you um, just got to watch them a little, while. little tidbit of info here. Ryan works in hatchery for the Minnesota DMR. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I work for Fish, Wildlife, and Parks in Montana for in, in fish management, conservation management. And um, so I know the bear biologists here in Missoula, mm-hmm. and I talked to them about sexing bears by visual. Yeah. And they said that they, they're not even near 100%. Nice. Yeah. And they study yeah. bears every day of their life. I was gonna say, so yeah. that's that's a that's so tough. Once you get past a certain threshold of size, it's very obvious, but yeah. like uh those hundred to I don't know, two fifty, three hundred bears, yeah. like even even the guys that I know in the office who talk about them, they're like, Yeah, a lot of times you come up thinking they're one thing and they're not. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah. that, that's when they're trapping them because they're problem bears. It's not like yeah. they're going in and shooting yeah. them, but yeah. um so going back to what we were talking about. So yeah, what our play was, we watched those bears for a while. Knew I was selling two cubs. That's an illegal bear to take. So the best option we had was to go make a play on that bear we saw the previous evening. The big and, one. Yep. So we dropped down, got a little more water because we used all our water. <laughs> Why we were in the bottom, smart, smartly. Yeah. And then um, uh, moseyed on up there a thousand feet. That was 12. a hard hike. That was a tough hike because there was snow. And it was like that freeze thaw frost layer once you got yeah, 500 so you feet up the ridge. So it was like hard, no frozen traction. ground. Yeah. yeah, deadfall on the bottom. Yeah, yeah that was that was, that was was a little tough. That was a bitch. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, we had to kind of get up and around because how the wind was going. Exactly. And that snow, you know, like once that air hit that snow, it would cool it down. So it would actually force it down the hill. Yeah. The thermals were rising at that point, but they would hit that snow and just create a wind Which whirling. Why would, That's why that bear that was there. Why would a mature boar be in an area That's, where the wind is like a freaking yeah. roller? Yeah, like like we said, the bear yeah. was bear was there for a reason. But um, uh, yeah, so we moseyed up there, just cussing away. Um, um, so we did and got in a good glassing position for the evening for a few hours and kind of set up shop and watch that whole draw and yeah it was a doozy of a draw but yeah we didn't see anything and <laughs> honestly it could have been it could have been that that bear moved on to another food source overnight could have been that yeah because of where it was that he smelled us yeah i know like going up there was we were trying to read the wind the whole way yeah you know and it, yeah it got a little tough and a little hairy and i'm like oh that wind 
just isn't like cooperating with us. So he totally could have got wind of us and moved over the hip, and yeah. we went to some. But um, after we sat a few hours, just kind of watching, um, we moseyed down the hill. Got, you know, we learned from the first time. Got some more water every time you're down in that bottom. Try to get some water. Um, so, so we got we yeah. refilled some water, talked. And then moseyed up our what we call camp the camp hill. hill. Yep. And, and we we're um, gonna go back, and we we're gonna pretty much make dinner while we we're glassing, and yeah, hopefully that's it. Yeah. We we're gonna make dinner while we we're glassing to hopefully glass a bear up to chase in the morning. Mm-hmm. Is what our plan was at that. Point. Yeah, totally. In the bottom, we're like, yeah. yep, let's hopefully maybe find something to play on. In what the did morning. we have? What did we have left there when we we're in the bottom? It might have been half an hour, maybe forty-five minutes of shooting light. I would say we had an hour. Because you got to think we had to make it up there to the hill. Yeah. And, so and so we made it up the hill. So yeah. So yeah, we moved up the hill. You know, with that in mind of glassing another bear, having dinner, and relaxing a little bit. And um, all of a sudden, Reuben was ahead of me, not hurting probably as much as I was <laughs> with with his head up looking. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, he spotted this bear cross canyon. And, and it was perfectly. And he's like, bear, bear, yeah. boom. And he's like, what, do you, what, what do you think? I'm like, let's not fool around. Even if this is a sow, let's let's put us in a position where we could potentially shoot this bear. We're going to have to watch it for a while to see if it's a, a boar or a lone sow. And so we... We didn't have much light left. No. We took off running. We like we literally ran. Here's another thing about bears: yeah. is they can smell you from a mile. Literally, can smell you from a mile away. A few miles away. But yeah. um, they don't really pay attention with their eyes that no. much because Ryan or, or com- ears. Yeah, Ryan comment if they're if you're close, they'll hear you. Yeah, but yeah. Ryan commented on this after the fact, and he's like, "I've never done that." to cover ground on an animal like we were on the wide open hillside just running and we're like within yeah when i first saw the bear it was probably six seven hundred yards well you know enough about bears it's like an elk or a deer they like they pick up on movement they're a prey species yeah so they're always looking out smelling all that stuff boom they'll pick you out and run bear like he was just Eating on that hillside, like he didn't give two dams, and we were running on the other yeah, hillside. Yeah, we're literally eight hundred yards away at that point. We're moving you know? as fast as you possibly could on a super steep slant on yep. the side of a mountain. Like yep. we were moving like hitting we were, sagebrush. We were through. we weren't yeah. technically running because that's really dangerous, but we were walking very fast. Mm-hmm. Like we were moving. Yeah, and um, so we got across canyon. And we're almost the same elevation. The bear might have been slightly higher. Than us, we literally found one perfect um, little jet out yeah. of that point yeah. that was directly across canyon. Because otherwise, I think my threshold was like 400 yards, and I'm like, I'm not shooting over 400 yards. Coming from the Midwest, I've never really gotten the opportunity. I've shot three, 400 yards practicing, but I've never shot over that, and I do not feel comfortable shooting over that. And yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that at an animal. And so I'm like, if we can close the distance, get 400 yards, and that one little point just worked out for us. Yeah. So we're, we're racing along. We get to this point, we're like, we're pretty close right now. And then I'm like, we can keep going. And then I think you said something like, I think it's going to come back away from the other face. Mm-hmm. So we should stop here and yeah. just wait for the bear to do its thing. Yeah. And so we did. 
And so we're looking at this bear, and we range, well, we range it at 325. Yeah. 325 is where yeah. it was, and, and we took a lot of time to calm down. I well, mean, yeah, the, we the did. bear was not moving fast. I mean, it we, was just feeding. At first... We got all camera gear set up, and like... And I honestly at first thought that that might have been the same sow we saw in the morning, because yeah. it's the same color, yeah. but the, it didn't take long looking at it to be like that. It's not. It's a much smaller bear yeah, than that sow bear. was, mm -hmm. and we did not see any cubs anywhere in sight. Yeah. And I was like, well, watch the bear, because you always want to watch a bear to make sure like his body language, too, isn't like it has cubs, because yeah. sometimes they leave their cubs in the timber or something. Mm-hmm. The bear was not looking back. It was very just focused on eating shit. Moved its way out more into the open. We watched it, I think, probably 10, 15 minutes before. Yeah, we watched it a long time. Yeah, and, we were um, set up. I was, you know, that, at that yardage, too, I remember putting crosshairs on it and just kind of going through the motions. Like, I'm yeah. going to pull the trigger, not pulling the trigger. And I'm like, I... Like, yeah. I feel good. I feel confident. I feel sturdy. I got your camera, and I was behind you. Yeah. Got the camera set up. Yeah. And um, and the whole time, I'm like, that looks like a smaller, you know, sow. And I'm like, that's not a huge bear. And yeah. like, I'm like, you know, shoot, shoot it if you want to shoot it. Like, you got a bear tag. You're out from Minnesota. Um, and we got days left. Yeah. Too, we had. And so I'm like, you know, we we have another day, day and a half even two if we pushed it to hunt mm -hmm. like you don't we don't need to shoot this bear but at the same time and i don't disagree at all with ryan like the more you hunt the more you just kind of like get a feeling for this is an opportunity that you might not like if it's a good opportunity take your opportunities I, i'm um yeah i was kind of in that like yeah yeah where you're in it you're in it and you could be out of it the next day, and you yeah. cannot see anything. Yeah. Especially with bear hunting. Yeah. You, you know, you're not a high, you're not going after a high density creature. Yeah. With like deer and elk, you're in it. There's a lot more of those out there yeah. than there is bear. But yeah, so I lined up on it, 325, ranged it. We were all good. I felt and and looking at the anatomy, I did a lot of research and like where sh should I aim on this bear? You know, like it's it's different than a whitetail or a mule deer elk or whatever i've ever hunted you know and um so i put it right behind the shoulder moved back kind of center to center on it right on the top of the back 400 yards i've shot that before kind of know where my gun patterns at that and pulled the trigger and hit it right behind the shoulder <laughs> the first shot First shot yeah. looked right behind yeah. the shoulder, but it came out the neck. So it was like a non-vital hit. It was probably... It, it, it would have killed did it. Did it go through, upon further inspection, yeah, I think looking at it the went film. behind the clavicle, uh, behind like its sternum on the one side and, and came it, out in front of the shoulder yeah, on the other. So yeah, it yeah. basically... And I don't think it might have clipped the front of the lungs, but it was like in an, and it was in an area where it had hemorrhaged for sure. Yeah. But yeah. um, I don't think it it hit. I don't know if it, vitals. I, I don't know it, if that was a vital hit. Actually, to to be honest, bears are tough as nails unless you hit them in the lungs or the heart, pretty mm -hmm. much. So like that could have actually not killed it, at least not that day. True. True. And they don't bleed worth a shit. They don't. Yeah. Like they don't. Yeah. So so he hit it in the thing. Took the, off running. The thing like, takes off running, and I, I think I thought you missed it. Yeah, yeah. The way that the bear reacted was not really like it got hit. Yeah. Uh, thinking back to it, it was because I feel like now the more I know about bears, I feel like if a bear's getting shot at at 325 yards, it just looked. Around. It probably would have jumped and stopped and looked around. 
but that thing immediately took off running. Running, yeah. Um, so it's, but it was running uphill. Yeah. It started that running not, uphill. That's what I didn't like, the old thing. Yeah. So I racked her another round and... Probably just 350. Yeah, 350. I mean, climbed 25 yards each time, and then second shot was right in the shoulder. Yep. I'm like, ugh. So like, if, not a not a vital shot. If either. you're looking at the bear, first shot is in the middle of your diagram. It runs up into the right away from us. Yeah. Second shot hits shoulder. It's yeah. But that was that was a meat shot, right? Yeah, that was a meat shot. And it <laughs> hit the shoulder, turns from going up to the right on your little diagram to the left, still going up. Yep. Yep. Slows down going across right to left. Yep. Take yeah. a shot. Yeah, that slowed down. I'm like, yeah, right there. Take another shot. I'm looking at all of this through the viewfinder on that the one. I and I, I was like, yeah, I was like, you missed back, you missed back. Hit it in the heel. Upon ended further up. inspection, yep. still hit it, but in the heel. <laughs> in the heel. And then it ran another 10, 15 yards and stopped on a log. Yeah, that's facing time. uphill, kind of quartering away, yep. and stopped to look around. Yeah, at that time it kind of looked tired. Yeah. yeah, it was 400. Yeah. Yep. And I mean, yeah, it stopped on a log. And boom, smoked at center yeah. to center, rolled over backwards, and it hit like, the rolled. bear. It hit the bear, and the dust blew off around oh, where yeah. the bullet hit. Yeah. And I was looking through the viewfinder, and literally immediately after you shot, I'm like, "Oh, you smoked it!" Yeah, like, yeah. And it, it rolled down the log. Yep, yep. And then kept going down. Then it started <laughs> freaking crawling, and this is the same thing I had with my first yeah. bear. I mean, like. He actually hit it four times, but he hit it three times in a lot of like the one heel it shot. I don't think would have done yeah, anything. Yeah, heel shot And once again, we didn't know it hit it in the heel. We thought mm-hmm. he missed that one. Um, and it starts crawling, and I don't. I'm not kidding. This thing was dragging itself down the hill for 200 yards, at least. Yeah, and then disappeared. And you're out of ammo at that point. Yeah. So, yeah, because I never. I usually don't rack around. In the chamber, I usually just leave it empty when I'm hiking around, so I kind of only have a four-shot clip. So, so at this point, he shot at it four times. We know for sure it got hit three times, and we know the last one looked like a twelve ringer. Mm-hmm. But this bear disappeared into the dark timber, dragging itself for like two hundred some yards. So I'm like, you know, we're, we got what ten minutes, fifteen oh, minutes of light left. Yeah. And I'm like, we should just and mind you, we're, this drainage that's between us and the bear, we're only like four hundred yards straight line from the bear, but we're probably three hundred plus feet from the bottom of the creek and, and creek going back the up the other side. So I'm like, I said to Ryan, like, you know, normally you don't want to like try to push animals or anything, but I'm like, we know we hit this thing three times. We know it's really hurt. I think that we should run over there and try to get there with enough light to shoot it again because I don't think it's going to be like moving away that fast. Mm-hmm. But it could still be alive. Yeah. So I'm like, let's run over there and try to try to finish it, right? And so we we dove down that camp hill again. Yeah. Went up the other side, and by the time we got there, I mean that was on the leeward, that was on the shady side of the hill. Yeah. So like, even the little light that was left wasn't there. And like, then we get to the edge of the dark timber, and we're like, we got a wounded bear in there. I'm not, not a really, good idea. Yeah. <laughs> like, that might have not been smart for even us to get down in there, but 
You never knew. We could have got in there. There's plenty of light. It was that gray light period where it's just not safe. Yeah, you can't even tell how far things are in yeah. the gray light and everything. And so I'm like, all right, now that we can't even see anything in here, mm -hmm. um, let's let's back out. We went up and we uh, ate, ate supper and went to sleep. Ate supper, yeah, went to sleep. And then right away in the morning, got up, trucked down there, and got um, on the blood because we saw blood. We, we got waited on the trail. a little bit. We waited a little bit. We took our time eating breakfast because yeah. I, I was saying we should probably wait until the sun gets a little higher so yeah. our, our vision's better our to light, track. Yep. Yeah. Um, yep. We got up there, went to the shot, and once again, like I was saying earlier, we did not find hardly any blood. No. We literally were piecing together where this bear went from the, the video. By the screw. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. The yeah. video helped a lot because you yeah. could see certain trees or even. You could see where the tail end was dragging, yeah. and also like that that scree was broken up and yeah. pushed down and stuff. And and if we lost the direction of the trail, we would go back to the video and be like, okay, it was on this bush, yeah, and then yeah. it moved down that, here. That helped a lot. So we got down in the dark timber. We would have found it regardless. We would have found it regardless. Yeah. We yeah. would where it ended up dying. We would have found it regardless. Mm -hmm. and, and what had happened mm -hmm. was that it probably had died within minutes after it disappeared in the dark timber. Yeah. Because yeah. it was piled up down there, not that far from the creek bottom. Probably dropped like 200 feet of elevations yeah. from where we shot it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, it was there, and we were hoping it was a little smelly, but it was just the outside. It had cooled yeah. off inside. Yeah. Like what happened was it was a spring bear, so it, had, it literally had zero fat it on it. It had zero fat. And, yeah. and it was not a huge bear. Mm -hmm. So what had happened is it had died. And I think it had cooled off pretty good overnight in that creek bottom. And then when we were coming back in on it at about 9, 10 in the morning, the sun started to shine in there. And I think that the blood and stuff on its coat yeah. started to smell. But yeah. when we like felt the meat in it after we started to skin it, it was, it was cold. cold. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we packed it out and... Cut it up, packed it out. We were. Got, I was, I was got, on alert while we were... Yeah. Yeah, up. when you're in bear country, you especially if you leave one overnight. We got one minute left in the sauna. Oh, one minute left. We got more than one minute left in the story, but the sauna's shutting yeah. off. We could just put more time on the clock yeah. if we want. But um, so when you're in bear country, especially if you leave an animal overnight and the scent really starts to mm. move around, you're gonna want to keep somebody like with their head up. You don't necessarily need to only let one person do all the work, but you want a gun and bear spray within a step. And you want to be keeping your head up. On the sauna, we turn the sauna off. We keep the heat in here. Yeah. yeah. And so we, anyways, we we cut it up and um, started packing it. Well, we cut it up. We hung it next to the creek bottom. Like, oh, we yeah, actually put it. We we brought contractor bags uh -huh. and we put the quarters in game bags in contractor bags. Put a little air in them and put them in the creek. Put them in the creek. Yep. Because, yeah, snow melt, 34, That's very degrees. cold water. Yeah, cold water. We know the contractor bags are good. Um, yep. Yeah, you don't really want a lot of moisture on that meat. Yeah. You know, you really want to kind of get that dry rind to protect it. Yeah. So um, hang, hanging it is good, too, but it was just, it was pretty warm already. Yep. Yeah, no, it was, so. Especially we, in that creek bottom, in the middle of the day, the sun's shining yeah, right in there. We hit that, actually, in the cold, cold spell. Got really cold that night at twenty ish yeah. degrees, but that morning was supposed to heat up to seventy. 
Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah. When you got there, so it was pretty cold cool and windy. It. Yeah. And when we came out of that backcountry area, mm-hmm. it was hot. It was hot. Yeah. And um, so we packed it up on our backs, and the first quarter mile of that was hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the first quarter mile Side was hilling. exactly where we shot the bear. Not so much. There was no deadfall. It was just side hill, steep stuff. And it stuff, was all loose all, rock. All, yeah. Yeah. It wasn't totally scree. It was just loose rock. Yeah. And, and it was enough where it was like... Sagebrush. It wasn't like your stomach flipped looking downhill, but if you fell, you were in trouble. Especially with that weight. Cause yeah. It, yeah, again, you got to think, you know, you had a bear on your back, but half of a bear each, and then you also have your camp and what yeah. all you have. You know, yeah, we're backcountry we, camping, so... Yeah. There's over 100 pounds I don't know if stuff. We, we skipped that part, but yeah, we put it in the creek, went back up to the top of Camp yeah. Hill, packed up camp, then went back down, got the bear, yep. and, and hiked then, out. And then hiked out. And we met a couple hunters on the way out, too. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yep. Some guys on bikes going in yeah. a little closer to the trailhead. I don't think they would have gotten to where we went. No, they were just day tripping yeah. up there. Yeah. In the front, front fingers, but, but yeah. And then that was kind of it it was a great experience um we got some bear meat so then yeah i mean we packed it out had a a point beer at the trailhead it kind of to celebrate the um the harvest and um we headed back to see if this bear was because we've never had of i've never had a spring bear you yeah. you never even and we've heard it tastes like grass-fed cattle and so we Kind of got everything ready, cleaned up all our camp stuff, what we had in the in the overnight packs, and um, we just cooked it up. We made a, kind of a schnitzel. Yep. Yep. So uh, pound it out. You know, we cut little cut, light flour breading. Yep. Cut yeah. the bear thin, pound it out with the tenderizer, breading, fry it. You know, it's kind of one of those not a lot of seasoning and stuff, and put yeah. mustard and all that stuff on. Ate it, and yeah, really good. I mean. Really, really, really good. good. And then I, yeah. I don't have any of the bear left, and it's December uh, 2020. So, <laughs> 2022. Yeah. 2022. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah. So that was, that was the bear hunt. It was a great hunt. Yeah, it was Overall, a good hunt. Overall, good, good hunting partner. Mm-hmm. Great area. We hit the weather window perfect. The mm-hmm. night after we were up there, a severe thunderstorm blew through that area. Yeah. And where we were, I think we would have been blown off yeah, the top we, of that Yeah, we would have been screwed. Yeah. And um, saw a bunch of other animals besides what we were going after, which is always fun. Yeah. Saw six bears in two days. Yeah. Cl- including it, the sound cubs. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, it was, a, it was a great hunt. I mean, great first... Not western hunt, but like the bear hunt, you know, it had the exploration factor of going back country. Saw plenty of wildlife. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there was never could a... Could have grabbed a, those grouse in camp. There was a never dull moment. We yeah. Elk, grab some deer. Grouse, yeah. but yeah, it was a win. And then also, I mean, just um, a great thing to reconvene with good friends and stuff like that and have a hunt like that, you know, where you work together and... Someone might not have a tag in the group, but it still feels like you punched a tag or you're part oh, of the yeah. hunt big time. And yeah, I felt like I succeeded with my spring bear hunt. I didn't, I didn't yep. shoot a bear. Yep. <laughs> I didn't actually even get close to shooting bear. After you left, I hunted like five or six times. I didn't even see one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, all around a win. But yeah, to conclude this, I mean, it was good. 
Spring 2022 bear hunt. And, yeah, spring bear is good. I wouldn't advise anybody not to eat it. Just cook it thoroughly. Yeah, don't want to get trichinosis. Um, and, um, yeah, enjoy uh, bear hunting. Spring, fall, whatever you do. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like a bear hunt is kind of a good way to, like, introduce like our kind of hunting style because we're just everything we just described is why we hunt i mean like some people will be mm-hmm. like oh bear hunting you know why are you going after a bear why are you going after a predator or something like that well first of all they're good to eat so yeah i mean yeah. i would not hunt bears if they weren't good to eat yeah i, w- I just wouldn't do it yeah. and i do feel like i said earlier i don't like killing bears i love hunting bears i don't like killing bears i, I really don't like killing yeah. bears um but that i feel like is a good kind of like introduction to like what we we're, we're like trying to strive to show people a side of hunting that's relatable and common theme common man like good ethics yeah. uh, I just really want to showcase the the really good thoughtful like respectful Sports hunters that are out there a lot of the stuff that's like real showy, real flashy, do this or that. And I don't like bad mouthing people, but like a lot of the people I've talked to who don't know much about hunting, that's what they think it is. It's intimidating. It's, yeah. To it's, a lot it's of people. Intimidating. Yeah. People don't understand why you do it and stuff. And, and I think both Ryan and I have said to each other, talking to people who are non hunters, when we talk to them about hunting, they're like, we've never heard you people talk about hunting like that. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the bear hunt is a great way to talk about that because sometimes people on a bear hunt will talk about it, about being all macho, killing this big, bad bear. Yeah. All, all right. the elements we just talked about are the main reasons we hunt, and it's no different for <laughs> yeah. bear hunting. We want to eat. We want to have fun. We want to respect the landscape and learn about animals. We want to immerse ourselves in the wild, and that's exactly what we did on this bear hunt. Yeah. It's all about getting good friends, good hunt partners together getting yourself exposed to different animals, different, um, you know, uh, hunting styles and things like that. And I mean, just being, becoming a better sportsman, don't be intimidated by that guy. That's got a, you know, a bunch of money or this flashy stuff. I mean, a trophy to you might be different than the trophy next to me, you know, a guy trophies, trophies next to me. So, I mean, just being out there and enjoying it and having fun. That's, that's what we're here for. And, being respectful to the animals you know we we're partaking in a sport where it it entails harvesting or killing an animal taking another animal's life so if you're not thinking about that or short checking that and just kind of being very dominionistic around this approach then that you might be in the wrong field but um it's it's a it's a culture it's a lifestyle it's it's just meant to be fun and also provide for your family yeah and bear meat is yeah some enough. of the best meat out there i, 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 don't, I don't i don't know how it gets a bad rep and most of the time and this for people who don't hunt and maybe don't understand bear hunting i don't know if i know pretty much any bear hunters that i've talked to who aren't hunting bears mainly to eat them yeah that is like People hunt deer, people hunt, not a lot, I, I don't really run with them, but people definitely hunt deer and elk and stuff like that because they just want to kill a big animal to show off. Almost everybody that I know who bear hunts is out there because they want to eat that bear. That bear 
tastes good. It's high yep. quality protein. Yep. When you eat bear, and I'm not kidding you, when I eat bear, it's dense meat and you feel energized after you eat that stuff. Yeah. I mean, and and it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a conundrum for me because I really don't enjoy killing them. I mean, yeah, that's. I like watching them. I like hunting them. And then when you kill them until it starts turning into meat, I feel bad for the thing, yeah. you know, but, um, that's but life. You respect that animal. <laughs> you, know? you respect that animal by eating it. And... Yeah. And there's no, uh, another thing people don't understand is there's no, um, shortage of black bears out there. They're mm-hmm. doing as well as anything. I think black bears might be doing as well as any other big game animal out there besides white-tailed as, deer. As white-tailed deer. <laughs> yeah. There are yeah. so many bears. Their population is growing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if, if people are worried about, oh, Great. it's a rare animal, well, it's actually not. Yeah. Great resource. Yeah. Take yeah. advantage of. Yeah. yeah. So Fine. that's bear hunting. And um, that's shot. I'm like, I'm new to it. I'm very new to it. You're newer to yep, it than I am. Yeah, for sure. But that's what I've gathered from it. And mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just a great experience overall. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So get out there and try it. Mm-hmm. Good time. Join us Join us on the next one. I, I don't know what we're going to talk about yeah, next. Yeah, next time we'll talk about something next. But I can guarantee you like this one there will be no breaks in the in the talking <laughs> yeah. if there's yeah. one thing ryan and i know how to do it's fill fill empty space with words yep exactly um yeah but, but everybody stay safe out there and enjoy till next time i don't know uh cheers stay infatuated with bears like bear fat you know damn right